You're listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan, marketing, branding, and building an online community to help you grow your business as a healthcare professional. Featured on the Emmy Award-winning daytime talk show, The Doctors, and America's business magazine, Forbes, Dr. Yazdan gives you insight on how she's cracked the code to social media and how to use it as a way to make your business more profitable. And now, Dr. Yazdan. Hello, healthcare professionals. Today, I wanted to talk to you about a terrible experience I had, and I really hesitated to put out this episode because I don't ever like to exploit other businesses, but it keeps popping up in my mind, and I know that it can be helpful for you. Also, I realized that I won't be actually naming the business, so I'm not really putting them on blast. I know the message in this will be very helpful because I coach a lot of my private coaching clients on this very thing. Actually, a lot of people inside of Grow With The Gram will benefit from hearing this as well. This is a great episode to pay attention to, especially if you just purchased a new practice or if you're changing some policies in your office or changing your fees. I'm going to start by telling you what happened to me, and then we're going to circle back about how to avoid this in your business. So a few months ago, back in December, I had a really small gender reveal lunch with my family. Just my parents, my husband's parents, my brother and his family, and my brother-in-law and his family. And I chose a restaurant that I've dined at for probably 13 years, maybe even more, honestly. Uh, There was a point in my life where my husband and I went to this restaurant probably about three times a week for months in a row. It's close to our home. It's easy. We love the food. We love the service there always. Uh, They would always be able to accommodate us, even if it was more last minute. I had birthday parties there. My sister-in-law had her bridal shower there. My other sister-in-law had a baby shower there and she was planning her other baby shower there. I've had a few of my holiday parties there from my office. So even on random afternoons or evenings, whenever our friends would get together, we would suggest this restaurant. We would actually end up getting new customers into their doors. So our friends, of course, ended up always loving the restaurant and going back themselves on their own and bringing their other friends Basically, this is a business where my family has spent a lot of money over the years and where we have brought in so many new customers over the years. So my gender reveal, it was kind of last minute to begin with. I was going to do it at our home and make it this big ordeal, but there were several issues with this. I wanted to get all of this elaborate decor and the vendors weren't available because it was in December and everybody was already booked and I couldn't find all the things that I wanted. And I didn't even know if I should do a gender reveal since it was in December and we had so many family birthdays and nieces birthdays and holiday parties and everyone else had all their holiday parties, right? So I just constantly felt like I was fighting with everyone's schedule and I decided that I just wanted to do it really small with just family so that it would just be easy. And I didn't want to make it overwhelming for myself or anybody else. And I didn't want anyone to feel like obligated to come or sad that they couldn't come. So I was like, just family. About 10 days in advance, when I I decided that the party was going to be, I checked in with our family and everyone had openings on this specific Saturday. So without a doubt in my mind, we chose that lovely restaurant that we love so much. So I call and I made the reservation. We were 13 people, really nine adults, four children. They took the reservation. I informed them that I was going to do a small gender reveal and that I would be bringing a cake to cut and asked if that would be okay. And whoever I spoke to assured me that it was no problem. So we show up to the restaurant on that Saturday and they had our tables set 
in parties of six in totally different areas of the restaurant. So our party was completely split up. I was actually really confused. So I started asking the employees we knew when they walked over to say hi, if we could maybe just like put like some tables and sit together. We were in this patio area and one of the tables that I was pointing to was in this corner and there was some additional tables on the side that we could push together. So what the table in the corner is the one, one of the parties of six. And I was like, can we just maybe like push like some smaller tables together? And even if they're like one right behind the other, like, could we at least just have the party be in the same air patio area of the restaurant? Like they're trying to seat us like this. So of course they were like, oh, this is really weird that they set it up for you like this. Like, yes, it's not a problem. We don't have any big parties coming in until way later tonight. And so they helped us move the tables together. So our, our entire party shows up and the manager comes out once everyone is seated on, and she comes out on the patio where we were and she literally starts like yelling at me and my brother-in-law. So at the time I was actually just really confused, but she just kept saying that we weren't allowed to sit there and we need to move. And she was like pointing at everybody and she's like, you need to stand up and you need to go over there. And like, why did you do this? And all this stuff. And she's like, this isn't what the table that we gave you. And it was, it was like so uncomfortable and everybody at the restaurant on the patio was kind of like looking at us and I was holding this like giant cake and trying to find a place for it. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this really happening? She's like literally like yelling at us. And I was like, okay, well, this is where we were brought to sit, but there weren't enough chairs for a party. So then she was like, well, I told you up front that the party was split up. And I was actually like, no, no, nobody said that. I walked in, I said my name and that we had a reservation and you directed the hostess to seat us. And she walked us here. Nobody said anything about the party being split up. And besides when the party arrives is not the time to tell us that you're going to split us up in opposite areas of the restaurant, right? Like the time to tell us that is when we call to make a reservation, like, no, we cannot accommodate 13 of you, but what we can do is split you up throughout the restaurant. And then you let the customer decide, like, do I want that or not? But again, that doesn't even make sense, right? Like you're all there for a party. You want everyone to be together. So quickly the employee, and by the way, I promise this has to do with your business, but I just want you to hear the story. So quickly the employees that were there that have known our entire family for all this time, tried to shush her and say like, you know what, it's okay. And she was just really pushing that we needed to move. So finally I said, I'm happy to move, but where are you able to accommodate our entire party? And she said, we just can't. So I said, then why did you accept the reservation? Like, even if somebody on your team accepted the reservation, they should have called us and said, you know what, we just can't. Is there any other people coming in to occupy this space? Like, I'm so confused. And after a minute, she literally just like walked off and left the area. And then the servers told us like it was okay, sit down and ask us like what we wanted to drink. Oh, and side note here, that day we found out management had changed because as this was happening, we asked to speak to the two managers that we knew and both of them were no longer there. And later we were told that the management has completely changed. So we all sit and order drinks and food. And we decided to cut the cake before our meal so that we could have, we didn't have to wait any longer to find out the gender of our baby. Um, my husband and I got up, we go behind the cake, we cut the cake. We're so excited to find out we're having another baby girl. We celebrate. Everyone's congratulating us. It was so much fun. We had a lovely meal. And at the end, my sister-in-law said, okay, let's have some of the cake. So as I'm cutting the cake, 
It was already on our table. Like I had already ruined it by cutting into it. And then I was so excited. I like extra like dug my fork into it. And then my husband was like making sure it was a girl. So he like dug more into it, right? So it's like the cake was already ruined. As I was cutting it, the manager comes like bolting out through the doors and she starts yelling like as she was running, just so you know, there's a cake cutting fee regardless of whether or not you cut the cake yourself. And I was like, oh my God, is this really happening again? Like she came bolting through the doors as if she was like staring at us. Like right as I went up to start like cutting the cake for everyone, she's like yelling at us, right? My husband was like, okay, that's okay. We'll pay it. And then she just kept going on and on about this cake cutting fee. Then my sister-in-law said, well, that doesn't make any sense. If you're cutting your own cake, why would there be a fee? And it just started this whole other argument that just didn't make sense. And I just hate the confrontation like this. And it felt so awkward. Like if that's their policy, I really don't care. Put the fee on the bill and deal with it then. But it just felt like she was hovering over our table. And as soon as we started eating the cake, she just ran out just to make sure we knew that we were going to have to pay for this. And it just felt really awkward. Anyway, I was so irritated that I just put everything down and I pushed the cake to the side and I was like, okay, then if this is such a problem that we're cutting it, like, I don't even care. Take it to the back and cut it and charge us. Who cares? So a few of the employees had witnessed this and they came out and were apologizing. They were like, we're going to take it, take the fee off the bill. Like, don't worry. And I was like, so irritated. And I was like, it's not about the money. I don't care about the $40 or whatever it is to cut the cake. What I care about is the way that we are being treated during this experience. The whole thing felt just really dramatic and unnecessary. It made me feel really uncomfortable there, very unwelcomed. It made the experience there very awkward. It made the memory of my gender reveal, finding out I was having another baby girl, made that experience very uncomfortable and very unwelcoming. So we've spent so much money here. We've brought so much business here. We spent a lot of money that day and we were trying to celebrate something so fun. And this experience with this new manager was just wild. It makes me, it made us, all of us, not wanna dine there anymore. Literally, one bad experience has made me rethink, and not just me, but the other eight adults in our family rethink if we want to dine there again. So much so that for my other sister-in-law, she had she had a baby shower there. She was considering having her second baby shower there. She wanted, she was considering canceling it. Think about how much business that restaurant can lose if they lose all nine of us. And as we all tell our experience to our friends we know, think about how that could affect their income. Thousands of dollars a month. When stuff like this happens, you lose trust in that business. You lose trust in their system. And that is hard to get back. So I wanted to share this because again, many of you are changing policies. Maybe you purchased a new practice recently and you're taking over, you're changing your fees or whatever you're doing and you need to think of your patient's experience, okay? So it's a fine line because you should increase your fees. You should change your policies. You should implement everything that you want that will benefit your business. I'm not saying don't make changes. What I'm saying is you have to remember what the patient's experience will be like. You have to account for that, right? You have to do it in a way that honors them, your patients, honors your patients, and keeps them feeling safe. And like they can trust the business that they have been investing in, that they have been coming to. 
I want to use an example of something I recently worked on with one of my private coaching clients. So one of my clients had recently purchased her practice from another owner. The previous owner had never had consent forms, never had cancellation policies, never had deposits that were taken for big procedures. And my client, she wanted to implement all of those things. And one of the main ones was charging a cancellation fee if the cancellation wasn't made in an appropriate amount of time. And then she told her staff to be extremely strict on the cancellation policy. And she had all the patients sign the new form as they came in, basically stating that as a patient of the practice, they agree to this cancellation policy. And one of our calls together, she started asking me about specific patients. They had been patients of the practice for over 20 years. They were good patients. They showed up to their appointments on time. They did the treatments that were needed. They paid their bills. They didn't complain or cause problems, but they had recently called the office and canceled their appointments and their kids' appointments. So it was a total of four appointments that came off the schedule in that one day. And it was the day of the appointment. So it didn't give them enough time to fill the slot. So she was really mad that she was paying for her employees to be there. And she had open spaces on the schedule and the patients were unhappy about the cancellation policy. It was the problem, right? So I asked her, well, is this common for them? And she said, no. And I asked her the reason that they canceled And it's because one of their kids woke up with COVID symptoms and they were going as a family to get tested because they were worried that one of them may have COVID. So it was a valid reason, assuming that that was true. And they did reschedule their appointments for about three weeks out. They were really apologetic. And I asked her if she wants to keep the patients in the practice. And she said, well, yeah, I do. Then I asked her if it was worth them paying $400 in cancellation fees and losing them, or would she rather just lose the money for that day, but know that she has good patients that will keep showing up in the long run and spend way more than $400. And of course the answer became clear. Now it was her choice of what to do, right? She could have charged a cancellation fee of $200 instead of $400. She could have not charged them at all. She could have charged them in full. The family was complaining because the cancellation policy was new. They were good patients. They have been patients there for over 20 years and they felt that they had valid reasons. Sometimes you have to make decisions for your business that don't actually feel good in the moment, but in the long run, it's better for your business. When you think about your patient's experience, you have to consider that sometimes when you change the policies, it's okay to bend them a little. It's okay to say, we can help you out this time, but this is our policy moving forward. So please make sure that you let us know within X amount of days or hours or whatever. I want you to make business decisions and stick with them and be strict with them, right? Decisions that will make your practice more efficient, more profitable, make your patients value your time more. But I want you to think about your patient's experience as you're making those transitions. It just takes one bad experience for someone to never come back again or to contemplate never coming back again. Is it worth it to you? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's worth losing patience over. If she was telling me that this patient is always canceling last minute or always using sickness or COVID as an excuse, then yes, charge the fee and let them go. But sometimes during a transition period, it's okay to bend the rules and let things slide while you get everyone used to your new policies. Always put yourself in your patient's position and see what you would think and how you would feel in the situation yourself. In any situation, whether it's 
change in practice ownership, increasing fees, whatever it is, this can be applied to everything. Even the transition of practice ownership, I've had coaching clients that took over other practices and they tell the patients they have perio disease and the patients freak out and say, well, they've never been told that they have have had that before. And they've been with the other doctor for 30 years and nobody has ever said that to them. Of course they're upset and they don't believe you. Nothing has gone wrong here. (laughs) You have to have compassion for them and sit in their shoes for a minute. If they had been with the other doctor for 30 years and they were never told that they had periodontal disease, and then all of a sudden you come in completely new to them, telling them that they have to get quadrant cleanings done, they may not believe you. That's normal. I'm not saying don't tell them that the truth or to shy away from offering them the treatment. It's your duty to inform them of what's going on, but you can do it in ways where you are compassionate and understanding of where they're at. You can do it in a way where they do trust you and they continue to feel safe spending money in your business. Be careful that no matter what things you are changing, that you don't create a bad patient experience for the people that you want to keep in the business. There are ways to do it without compromising the experience of the patient. Of course, you can understand that without patients in your practice, you don't really have a practice, right? So you want to nurture those patients. You want them to feel safe and to feel comfortable. You want them to want to spend money in your business. So you have to think of being in service for them. Even a cancellation policy, if you can think of it in a way that's in service for the patient, why is that a good thing to have in your business for the patient? If you could think of it in that way and build your policies that way, it's it makes such a difference because you're in service for them. Of course, it helps your business as well, but for the patient, it makes them take their appointment more seriously. It makes them take their, their health more seriously, right? Or whatever your policies are. If you raise your fees, it's because you're, you're providing so much more value to the patient. It's not just because you want to make more money. It's because, and as a side effect, you may make more money, but I know people whose businesses make less money when they raise their fees because they don't understand that they have to sell the value of it. That's more important. You have to be in service for the patients always. So I want you to take my experience that I had and apply it to your business. My experience that I just explained in the beginning of this episode about my gender reveal and apply it to your business. I want to remind you about your patient's experience and to encourage you to make the changes you need to make to move your business forward, but not at the expense of ruining your patient's trust with you or creating bad experiences. That is all I have for you today. Now, if you want to learn how to create amazing experiences for your patients online and learn how to get them to know, like, and trust you before they walk into your office, join me on my free masterclass where I teach you four secrets to making Instagram a dependable stream of high quality patients. You can sign up by going to dryasin.com slash masterclass, and I will also link it in the show notes for you. I'll see you there. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan. Download your free Instagram guide for healthcare professionals at www.dryasdan.com forward slash Instagram guide. If you'd like to reach out to Dr. Yazdan, you can do so on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan. That's D-R-Y-A-Z-D-A-N. Till next time.